Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're going to review the film Avatar The Way of the Water. And this film stars Sam Worthington as Jake Sully, Zoe Saldana as Neytiri, Sigourney Weaver as Kiri Sully, Kate Winslet as Ronald, Stephen Lang as Miles. And I'll just call him the general. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliff Curtis as Tonawari. Uh, Britton Dalton as Loak. And I think that's most of the main cast. But this film is about Jake Sully and Natiri have formed a family and are doing everything to stay together. However, they must leave their home and explore the regions of Pandora. When an ancient threat resurfaces, Jake must fight a difficult war against the humans. So, what did you get from the film Avatar: The Way of the Water? Yeah, so it was it was good, and I hate that it took this long for it to come out, for it to be what it was. If that makes any sense, um, I think I think it matched the 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 feeling and the tone of the first movie very nicely. It matched the continuance of this line of hybrid avatar people. Um, and we get to see more of the world of Pandora, which is nice. Um, but the the biggest negative is just that it, it will never have the same impact as the first one because the technology is not new. The story isn't really new. Um, so in a way, I was wondering as I was watching it, would I have watched it if it wasn't Avatar? I'm not really sure. Well, I guess it wouldn't exist if it wasn't um, Avatar. I well, see, it wouldn't exist. But ask yourself, really, would it though? There is a random tribe who is seeking refuge and goes to a different tribe that sees them as outsiders, even though they are royalty in their own right, um, and becomes one with this tribe and teams up with the enemy, even though they really shouldn't, they should just keep them to the side because it's causing harm to their own people. But instead to take them in and shelter them and fight the enemy and win. I feel like that is a story that could be told in any genre, any time period, mystic or not, uh, aliens or not. It doesn't really seem like a revolution or like new thought at all. Okay, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean the the story isn't really anything special. It's actually at it, at least the first part is very similar to the first, where you know sky people are coming in, and then you know they gotta fight them because they're after their resources and everything. But it's been a while since I've seen this, but I, I it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was beautiful to look at. Yeah, I saw it in three D IMAX three D. <laughs> I had seats. Well, I mean, I, I, somebody paid for it for me, so I said, like, "Why not?" <laughs> so, um, it's actually my first time being in IMAX, and uh, I've never seen IMAX movie. I almost went blind and deaf because <laughs> so is IMAX is really bright and loud. <laughs> well, the seats that I had, you know how normally the seats that I get are on the row with um, kind of like the handicap area. Mm-hmm. But that was too close, way too close okay. for that screen. Uh-huh. So we had to move, had to get out of there. <laughs> I had to move up like five or six rows because I'm like, I'm about to go blind. And this was in, in the beginning of the movie. Um, oh, wow. And of course, it's 3D. Things are coming out at you, which looked amazing. I mean, all the colors, textures, all that stuff, the water. That was the best part of the film, the visuals mm-hmm. and exploring mm-hmm. Pandora. Um, yeah. I think that's what really attracts people to this film because the story isn't really anything special. Um, yeah. 
the main character, or I guess the main character from the first film, um, Jake Sully, not really a, an interesting guy. We spend most of the time with the children in this movie, and I think that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, to get a new perspective, a new a new vibe, because the, the other one was more serious. There weren't much goofy moments, I think. Um, so having the kids being the focal point in this one, I think, was nice. Yeah, and um, the first one was never my favorite movie, or one of the movies that I thought was the best, but I did go back and watch the first one before I saw this one, and it still holds up pretty well. Um, I don't think I ever saw it in 3D at the time, mm. whenever the first one came out. I don't think I did. But it, it still holds up. Uh, it moves at a very fast pace, the first one. Because they mm -hmm. really accept him in the tribe very quickly, even though he's right. an outsider. <laughs> and that uh, really doesn't help them. I mean, I guess it yeah. does, but a lot of people die. Uh, yeah, a lot of people die. And I think it's interesting <laughs> that this outsider becomes a theme of this movie as well, even with them all being some part of this race. The This, this storyline of being outsiders needing to prove themselves and be accepted is still a major theme throughout with the kids. Yeah. And especially one of the brothers, the one that just can't get it right. <laughs> right. He's hard on himself. Um, and there were times where I thought they were being a little too hard on him, um, which is unfortunate, but. Um, a little bit, but he, he did some things that he really shouldn't have. <laughs> he was a troublemaker for sure. He was hot headed. Um, which again, I thought felt re realistic. Um, I think the dynamic that they had between each other was very, it all felt, that all felt very real and very human, which is also something I think that the Avatar movies do really well, is have these abstract characters or aliens, things, um, still feel very human. Yeah, people. <laughs> uh well, they have different tribes, you know. Um, Jake Sully and his tribe, they're the forest tribe. Then we have the water tribe, kind of like Avatar, the last airbender. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot like it. Yeah. Um, and I like that better. Not that this is bad or anything. Um, that's a classic. Would you count this as a classic? Or maybe not this film, uh, Way of the Water, but the first one. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't call, I don't know if I'd call it a classic. I don't know anyone who says, let's watch Avatar. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase. And the movie's been out for over 10 years. Like, and I've never heard someone say that. I've heard people say Avatar was really cool or it's very pretty. But when I think of a classic, people like, oh, I think of like musicals or even like if they're not a musical, like people talking about the story that was really cool or a cool character. I don't know anyone who actually knows the characters' names. In fact, everyone refers to them all as Avatar, which is not accurate as there are only a few Avatars, the humans who are posing as them, and the rest of them are um, the race that I forgot the name of. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> even, no one really cares about the story in these movies. Because that's not the point. <laughs> so it can't be a classic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that I, I think that's why it's so popular because of how it looks and the experience that you get with it, not the story, not the characters. Okay. And one and thing that they that makes it a good movie, but I guess it does. Yeah. Visuals can definitely carry you. No, not all the way. I mean, not all the way. The, the story does um, make sense. But one thing that they don't talk about at all in any of these movies is the technology that they had to make for for them to be able to transfer their consciousness into an avatar body. They talked about it more in the first one. This one, they really blended over it. And not only did they blend over it, but they also, they created clones and they really bruised over that. Yes. Uh, Very plot convenient. <laughs> yeah. I guess they wanted to bring somebody back. 
Right. They're like, oh, let's have the same people be the same people in this as it were the last one. And we'll just say, yeah, we didn't get done. The brain didn't. We were planning that too. Just didn't tell anybody in the first movie. Including yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's very convenient, but that idea alone is worth billions. To to be able to transfer your consciousness into a body and live through it. Right. And it's like they're harvesting stuff in this movie, right? We'll talk about right for money. But it seems like this human, this version of human reality is already pretty advanced <laughs> if they're doing this stuff. So I don't know what they're actually looking, how they can't come up with these things on their own. If they can literally build avatars, could they not just, I mean, hear me out, but I feel like Get Out did the same thing a lot cheaper. <laughs> I mean, only difference is here they're building synthetic bodies, which they could do on Earth if people really wanted to live longer, I guess. I, I didn't think about that. Get out. But, I mean, that, that's a good yeah. idea. And they explained it better. I mean, get out. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, they do mention in this movie that Earth or I don't know if it was the first one or the second one, but Earth is dying, like the planet is falling apart. So I think I that's think why they're trying to. In the first one, most likely. This one they kind of didn't bring that up as much. No, um, but we should go ahead and get into the spoilers. So um, in the beginning, we have uh, Jake Sully and Natiri. They have now settled down after the Sky People have been pushed out of Pandora and um, they started a family. So they have, I guess, three boys. Um, and then, so Gourney Weaver, she had turned into an avatar from the first film. And uh, mm -hmm. she was sick during that time, but they were able to save her through that. And now somehow she's sick again and she had a baby. Well, she, I think, well <laughs> so this is a part, and I was looking this up online. Um, she's, I guess she didn't die because they're, they're keeping her alive in that, like, I guess, I don't know, uh, matrix type chamber. Um, but at some point she conceived a child who is an extra outsider because she doesn't have parents, really. Um, she's kind of like an orphan or a clone. It's very unclear. Some people think that maybe the child was conceived between herself and the god of this world. Um, and that's why it's just so, it's weird that she doesn't have a father, but she's very in touch with things, even though she's super synthetic. Um, so if anything, that was the most like new part of the story her whole existence but um they're really they don't really answer many questions about it no not really but they do count her as a sister so um jake sully his sons they count uh sigourney weaver's um daughter as a sister mm -hmm. uh, and they also have a human boy uh spider played by jack champion um I guess he he, uh, my nerves <laughs> he had nowhere else to go because um I guess babies couldn't be transported back in uh I think uh however they're the transported back, back, to, back Earth. to Earth. Yeah. Right. It was <laughs> and, just too unsafe. We had to leave. That's so crappy. Um, <laughs> how do you get well no, he was born there, I guess. Right. But with who? <laughs> well, so his father is alluded to be the general or the the main antagonist, but the mother is never talked about. You don't care about her. <laughs> yeah. So was everybody just, you know, getting busy while they were supposed to be doing work? Well, one thing that um, this movie kind of showed me was there's a lot more like people who are on the planet than I remember from the first movie. They're just doing stuff in the background, I guess. Just maintenance workers, harvesters, construction workers, 
in addition to the military personnel. And I didn't realize that so much in the first one. Yeah, they didn't really show it because you, you just you get the perspective that just the military has gone onto this island and or not or this planet and they're trying to get the resources. Right. Uh, and we do see later on in the movie that there are other companies that are um, trying to get resources also. Mm-hmm. Almost like um, your Amazon or your Tesla owner who's out there trying to get resources to sell and make money from right. these uh, well-like anim- animals. But um, And also, how they figure that out is like, how do you even know to do this? <laughs> Let's just kill one and extract this cerebral spinal fluid. <laughs> right, and see what happens. I'm just going to rub this on my skin or drink it. <laughs> we Now we've stopped human aging. <laughs> right. And they also don't like show any of that. They don't talk about the science of any of that. We just have to believe this stuff is liquid gold because they say it is, which is fine. And he um, still looks old. But we're definitely. And I wonder, I mean, at the end of this, it seems like it's also not necessarily a new thing. It's really just whale poaching on, on another planet. So um, instead of taking, you know, killing whales here, we'll talk about how humans are killing whales across the world. So they're not really a unique story there. Living forever, that's new. But. Yeah. Um, but I would think it would cost more than $80 million. I mean, that's worth billions to reverse aging. Billions. But um, yeah, so Jake Sully and Terry have now had their family. Um, they're off doing their own thing. Uh, a lot of time has passed. Most of them are teenagers. But now the Sky people have come back. And um, you would think that they would try to prepare for this because you just send them off. I mean, <laughs> you don't think they would come back? <laughs> but um, they come back and start destroying things like they did before and trying to get the resources. And Jake Sully is the number one target because he used to be a human. Um, but they want to take him down because they know him as the tribe's new leader. Right. Um, but, you know, they fight pretty well. Uh, Jake Sully's able to escape with his family intact. But um, the Sky people keep coming back. And he decides, you know what, to save the forest people, my family, we need to move somewhere else. Um, everybody will, will be safe. Um, and Which during is this. Naive. <laughs> Yeah. If they came from Earth, you don't think they would move just a little bit further to find you somewhere else on the same planet? Right. Or also not just bomb that old tribe anyway. (laughs) You have no human rights because they're not humans. So (laughs) rules of war don't exist. (laughs) Yeah. It's like um, playing Grand Theft Auto. You know, you want to start out good and doing good things, but then you just like, Hmm, let me see what happens if I just punch this person. And then it, <laughs> it just starts there. And then before you know it, you're blowing up the whole city. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what was I saying? Uh, we, we do have a reintroduction of um, Stephen Lang's character, the general. He's now an avatar. So way back when in the first film, he implanted a part of his consciousness into kind of like this cryo avatar in waiting. And um, he recorded, you know, what was going on at the time. And um, he was telling his new avatar that this was a fail safe if he had died. And um, he said, you know, you know how arrogant he is. He's like, that's not going to happen. But of course he ends up dying. And, um, he uh, wakes up with the rest of his crew also, the crew that was with him in the first film, which I know none of their names. I mean, because they're they're disposable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they all die in this film, too. Um, 
not much of a spoiler. They've already died once, right. but, <laughs> but, um, he is stuck on trying to get Jake Sully. Um, I'm not sure what the rest of the military really wants. I, I guess they want resources, but he's the only one that really wants Jake Sully so bad. Right. Um, and we have a new lady in charge. Uh, she is General Ard Ardmore, played by Eddie Falco. Mm. She's the new general. Um, ah. She's just there for maybe 10 minutes of the film just to torture Spider because they capture him uh, while they're trying to find um, Jake Sully and his family. And Spider becomes like an assistant to the general. And we find out that the general, you know, had the son, which is Spider. Um, but they have and left him to die. <laughs> well, I mean, wait, left who to die? Left Spider to die. You mean the the general as a human? Well, I guess he was already dead. He didn't have a choice. Yeah, that's um, what I was about to ask. I, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess he can't be mad at the the clone. It wasn't his choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had the baby and just doing what he was usually doing. I mean, but um, yeah, they have zero connections, or so we think. Um, but they started to build just a tiny bit of a bond, but still keep each other at arm's length while um, Spider shows them how to um, conquer the sky through the forest and get some of the um, flying dragon-like animals that they can connect their hair into and uh, live like the, what do they call them? The avatars? Not really, but. <laughs> Navi? Is that Navi? Yeah, Navi. That's right. Yeah. Yep. The Navi. Uh, but I mean, this is because they're forcing Spider to, to, to um, teach them, but um, he doesn't exactly want to do it because he's good with Jake Sully's family. More of their, um, the sons, but uh, Natiri, Zoe Zaldana's character, she does not care about him. <laughs> <laughs> not one bit. No, she's like, stop being that stray cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, get him out of here. He's a demon. <laughs> no, don't touch me. He's got demon Dirty. blood. <laughs> yes, that's what they call it, demon blood. <laughs> but, um, yeah, while he's teaching them how to live like the forest people, um, Jake Sully and his crew have not now gone off to the water tribe, um, being led by uh, Cliff Curtis, and his name is Tonawari. And um, they look like the Navi, but slightly different. Their right. bodies more uh, accustomed to the water, you know, built for swimming and um getting through the, the water very easily but uh the navi are built like sky people you know in the big forests and they're not exactly they don't have the bodies to succeed in the water but jake sully's like you know i turn from a human to an avatar i can conquer this and my family can yeah. too uh but jake sully is just trying to lay low um away from the sky people and protect his family by staying with this new water tribe. Um, and they don't exactly welcome them in just, you know, very willingly, but, um, no, they shame them publicly for five minutes first. <laughs> yeah. Look at his spine tails. You can't live here. <laughs> what do you mean? It's more of his kids. His, <laughs> and his wife. Too. Oh yeah. Wife. The wife, the, the wife too. Yeah. She wasn't happy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Natiri was not having any of it. Um, you know, she's a fighter. She right. She's mad the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have a lot of lines. <laughs> she didn't, and that's one thing I was wondering. Like, I mean, Zoe Saldana has found her way into major franchises. I mean, she's getting big bucks, but I was wondering of them. Did she really do much in this? I don't know. <laughs> I guess more of the motion capture than anything. 
you know, with, with I yeah. She didn't have many lines. She didn't really advance the story. screaming a lot. She <laughs> screamed a lot. She cried a lot. My Jake. Yeah. <laughs> My She's Jake. just going through it. But yeah, she didn't have she didn't have much to say in this one. I don't know if she had much to say in the last one, honestly. How do the people who are um the water tribe speak better English than her? <laughs> It is interesting because they got to go back and forth between their native language and then just English so we can just not read subtitles the whole time. But she, you're right, she commits to the broken English, but the other ones don't. That's interesting. I would assume that they have not seen any humans, the water tribe. Right. Why does she speak broken English at all? Well, you know... It's hard because, oh, when they're talking to actual humans, I feel like they should have the broken English. But when they're talking to each other, it should be clear so the audience can understand them. And if you think about it, the water tribe, they don't really talk to the humans in this. No. Only Jake and, and Aturi do. So it makes sense that she'd have broken English because she's speaking English to the humans. But But is, isn't they Jake Sully speaking English? well, he is. I'm saying that's why his isn't broken. Um, But he never switches. he never switches, and that's why I was like, "Wait a minute, does he speak the Navi language natively?" That's a blurry thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just pointing out that she doesn't speak English as well as the Water Tribe, but um, there's a lot of fluff in this movie, um, especially after this, because <laughs> um, it's mainly just them getting to know the Water Tribe, his family, um, one of his sons, the knucklehead who keeps getting into trouble. Uh, I think his name is Loak. He's the Hmm. the middle son. Um, you know, he feels like he's a disappointment at times. Um, he doesn't live up to his older brother, and his father always sees the older brother as the uh, responsible one. I mean, which Right. he is. For good reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's been multiple times that Loak has uh, gotten into trouble, not listened to what his father said or his older brother. And has just gone the opposite direction. Um, and, you know, he has to be reprimanded for it. But his kids do listen pretty well, or at least whenever he's talking to them. <laughs> They're like, oh, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> but um, I need to get that kind of um, parenting right there. Because <laughs> they, I mean, they, they listened while he was there, like in front of them. Now, the other son who got into trouble, and I mean, after that, he might do his own thing, but in front of them, he listened. Um, but um, yeah, a lot of it is just the, the children getting to know the water tribe, how they um, live there, how they hunt, and the kind of animals that they use to connect to. I don't know know the names of the animals, but it's almost like a sea dragon. One, it, you know, it shakes its tail and floats above water, Right. and I think underwater too. I think so. And they Almost also, like a like a seahorse with wings, yeah, or like a lizard. <laughs> it's got everything mixed in it, um, right? And they also have um, kind of like these butterfly. fish that are undersea that can be used as an oxygen tank it just Right, attaches very convenient. to the back yeah Right. <laughs> um and uh i haven't really mentioned um sigourney weaver's new character the daughter that much what did you think of her I um I mean I thought it was a, she was a creative character. The issues she had were interesting. Um, she, she's kind of the quirky, nerdy one, but 
also just connects better somehow to the to the environment. So she's interesting. Um, I almost think she could have her own movie. It'd be at least a different story. Yeah, she could yeah. probably have her own adventure where you learn more about the connection between her um, and Awa. And um, right. she kind of does her own thing. She doesn't exactly fit in anywhere. Um, except with the she's little one. Short. Yeah. <laughs> except with the little one, the, the youngest one. I don't know his or her name. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. I, I, I assumed it was a boy, but now I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, they're the high-pitched voice, and I don't know. <laughs> but um, that sibling didn't have as much lines either. But, um, no. you know, they, they were interesting. They had their own little adventure. But Loak probably had the biggest adventure. The mm-hmm. son who was the knucklehead. Um, so he wants to fit in. And he goes with the chiefs of the water tribe's sons. And, um, you know, they ask him, hey, let's go hunting. He's like, OK, after they w- they got into a little scuffle and he kind of beat him up. Um, they got into like the middle of nowhere where it's forbidden. They're not supposed to be going in, in this area. And uh, they tell him, hey, um, do this to catch one of these fish or whatever. And he does it. And then they abandon him and he's looking around like, hey, guys, it's not funny. Huh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he gets attacked by this big whale looking uh, creature that's uh, tearing through everything. And he barely escapes. Right. Equivalent of like an orca or a killer whale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he barely escapes because of uh, another whale that's kind of just like it. And he befriends this whale and starts to do sign language to it um, or to communicate. And uh, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how would he understand it back? <laughs> but, I mean, even if the whale does know the sign language, how would he understand right. what it's saying? Yeah. Just from the, the slow. Logic, the logic is not there. <laughs> yeah. Just from the slow blanks and the whale sound (laughs) but um yeah uh he befriends this big whale and um he comes back to the water tribe and tells them you know what happened and they realize that he has befriended one of the worst whales out there who they said had um, yeah he's he's killed other whales just like him and um, they said he's lucky to be alive. And he really is. I mean, he could have died from that other whale. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, you know, he just keeps getting keeps getting into trouble. Um, and Jake Sully, he's pretty much had enough. Uh, and at the same time, I kind of go back to the general. You know, he's finished his training with the forests. And they're now getting a signal, some kind of, I'm not sure how they got the signal, but somehow they were able to track where Jake Sully and his crew went and they get in contact with this um, company who is a private company that profits off of getting cerebral spinal fluid from these whales. Um, And I'm not sure how they got there. Like, did they build their own Um, ship? They don't say. They don't say. Um, everyone's conveniently from America, at least. Um, <laughs> one Australian accent. But they don't say how they got there, how long they've been there, if they're using the same technologies, is it a private company, is it the government? I don't really explain. I really don't think they're the government because it seems like they were in it just for money. And I mean, the, the government was too, but they just seem independent and they were funding what the government was doing. Yeah, that's a good distinction. That's what it sounded like. But, um, you know, he gets in contact with them to try to track down 
where Jake Sully and his, and his family are. And uh, they run across some other water tribe people, start to interrogate them, and threatens to kill one of them, but is able to somehow find the new water tribe, or the, the water tribe that um, Jake Sully and his family are with. And Right, and I think it's because, I mean, part of it, they captured their kids because they were out in the forest somehow. Or was that before this? I don't know. I mean, seen. this movie is very long. It's been a while since I've seen it. It's very long. <laughs> it's very long. Um, but they know that um, they're out there. This company's been whale hunting. The people don't like it, or the, the Avatar people on the water side don't like it. So if they continue to do it, or continue just interrogating random people and leaving their mark, they'll probably flush out Jake because he has a, a moral conscience. Yes. Um, and he, he is flushed out and a big kind of uh, war starts to happen between um, the general and his crew and Jake Sully along with the water tribe. Um, and the water tribe chief Tonawari, he's upset that uh, Jake Sully has now brought this war to his people. And really, he should right. have just kicked him to the curb. <laughs> should have. To listen to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, um, they actually do bring a lot of the whales back. This, I think this happens before the war scene. Um, mm -hmm. And they start to reconnect with a lot of the whales and um, the wife of the chief she connects with her whale and um, talks about the whale having the baby. And then we see that that company that is trying to profit off the cerebral spinal fluid. <laughs> they, yeah, that company, they end up killing a lot of those whales and that same whale that the chief's wife was connected to. And that's when. Said. Yeah, it was. Because uh, she was talking about how she was happy to have this new, the whale was happy to have this new baby. And um, it had been a long time. And she also had a baby too, the chief's wife. Right. To be parents together. Yeah. And I mean, she popped them out really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't seem like they come out as like little babies. No. Unless are. time passed by quickly. I don't know. Well, that's another thing, too. The timeline of this movie is not, is very vague. It seems like it could all happen within a week or two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there is some fast forwarding of time. But, um, yeah, the war starts. They start, you know, going back and forth. Um, one scene that I thought was funny was the guy who was the, the leader of that company getting the the whale fluid <clears throat> whenever the the smart whale pinned him to his boat and his arm was stuck yeah <laughs> and he was trying to get out <laughs> and then the the metal cord ripped his arm off and he flew into the ocean <laughs> yeah it was it was a brutal revenge i thought that was hilarious <laughs> uh and it wasn't like really bloody or anything because this movie is nope. PG-13. But um, yeah, his, his arm got separated from him. And he, he's most definitely dead. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's gone. <laughs> but then also, like, I mean, more people are probably going to keep doing this. A billion dollars a tap. I mean, <laughs> there are others. Yeah. I mean, the government still is on that planet. Right. That ship and wallet is on their way. <laughs> I mean, at this point, they should just kill them. The the um, the Navi. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you just got to kill them and get them out of there because <laughs> they won't learn. But, um, you know, it's, it's a huge fight at the end that lasts about an hour. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Did it? <laughs> well, I'm not really sure, but it did last a while. <laughs> but um, in the midst of the, the fight, we do get down to the main cast and everybody else just kind of disappears. And um, the older son, he ends up getting shot and dies because of his knucklehead brother who he was trying to save and um i think his funeral was very nice though yeah that was really sad though i I did not expect that to happen no i don't think they'd kill any of the kids or anyone who's like a main character um but the way they did it i thought was very very nice seeing another part of this civilization's way of dealing with very human things so seeing them deal with grief and then also doing it in the way that this water tribe does it i think is very interesting too because naturi i'm sure couldn't do what this you know her people's tradition so um another way of them bonding with this water tribe yeah and um they uh you know they they fight back and um you know, it's a lot of back and forth, but we, we get down to the main cast and we have the general and Jake Sully fighting hand to hand, beating each other up. And then it comes to a point where um, they each have one child. So uh, the general has one of Jake's children and um, Natiri, she has Spider. Because she does not care about him. <laughs> and she's willing to kill him to get her child back. And uh, Right. And he's like, crap. She'll do it. She's crazy. And she don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you don't think that um, the general has any feelings for Spider. Because it's not exactly his son. But it is. The previous him. But, you know, he lets right. go. And they're able to kind of reconnect there and somehow they get separated and uh, spider has to save or he doesn't really have to, but he willingly saves the general from dying and Jake Sully's family, they escape. Um, And the general is able to um, escape and fly off somewhere. And he was trying to talk to spider, but, you know, he kind of just ran off after saving him and went back to Jake Sully's family. But Natiri still doesn't accept him. She's like, get out of here. <laughs> oh, the stray cat keeps coming back. Yeah, just like a roach. I mean, just give him a good stomping, then he'll die. But <laughs> he just keeps coming back. But, um, you know, they, they make up and um, I'm trying to think of anything else significant happens. Um, I don't think so. I mean, of course, it's as simple as the story is. It's very dramatic, so all these things are just played out for like five minutes each, um, which is nice to see in a story. You know, everyone get their time, but um, it's simple at its root. Yeah, I mean, it's very simple. Um. <laughs> There is one scene where they do go back to um, flashbacks of Jake Sully and the son that died, you know, some of their best times together. And that was, you know, pretty heartfelt seeing that they yeah. they, they got to see their son again through uh, the connection with Awa. Right. But um, overall, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good thrilling movie um did you have any favorite scenes i know this is a really long movie um like i said i think that the 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 emotion in the burial scene i think was really nice um the kids exploring underwater and just seeing that whole part of this universe um was very cool as well um but yeah i think (laughs) Nothing else really stood out to me. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Jake Sully and 
the general aren't really a good match as far as like good and evil because Jake Sully just falls flat. I think hmm. I think there's a reason why um, Sam Worthington hasn't had a huge role like this in a while. <laughs> he was Elton John. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Right. Right. So, I mean, that was a pretty big movie, but I mean, but also what does this like deserve? I mean, I don't think anything acting in these movies is anything revolutionary. Now, the the production, the film crew, the technicians and the animators, I think those are the people who after the movies like this, you know, the world is their oyster. But the actors, I think, are the least they're talented by I mean they're awesome. But um as far as in, what's impressive, I think the actors are the least impressive things. Oh. So you're not getting a best actor or a best supporting role or anything like that from these. So. No, not at all. I mean, they'll get best visual effects, but um, I mean, I like Stephen Lang as uh, the general. I think he has the most personality. Right. Visual effects, maybe the score, the orchestra, screenplay even, maybe. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's not a very original story. Really just copies the first one. Right. <laughs> Which I didn't think was really possible. <laughs> it makes it longer. But um yeah, I mean I really did enjoy this one. I enjoyed the visuals. I enjoyed um most of what happened throughout the film. Um I'm excited to see what else they have coming next as far as um, the next kind of tribe. Is there like a Earth Kingdom like in Avatar The Last Airbender? I think, I think or... we're going... It's weird because this one was... I mean, the interior like the forest people. I mean, now we have the ocean people. But I think the picture for the third one is a like something alluding to the sky. But I don't... So I don't know. Aren't the forest people in the sky? Avatar and the wings. Now, the forest people are already in the sky. I mean, they fly on those things. That's true. That's what I was thinking as well. I was just looking at one of the images um, that kind of, but of course, I mean, it's well, it's only two years away, supposedly. But um, I don't know what that would, would be about. Because I could also see Naturia being the earth people in the forest. Unless it's like a desert plane. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they, they're just trying to use the blueprint of Avatar The Last Airbender with the different tribes. Right. Which um, I think Netflix does plan to do some kind of show with Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. Like a, a live action show. Hmm. Did you ever like Avatar The Last Airbender? I did. I watched all the, the um all the last airbender i watched a, a little bit of the legends of korra but not the whole thing oh yeah i saw the whole thing of legend of korra um i think it's very good but probably not as good as the original no i mean the animation is better but i mean that's because of the time period but um avatar the last airbender is a classic i mean talk about fans i mean people can name those people ang <laughs> katara zuko i mean so many different characters but the avatar series the movie series yeah not many people are gonna remember many names i mean jake sully that's it <laughs> they're gonna say oh that's Zoe zeldana and that, and that white guy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's it. I mean, and most people would not remember any characters. It's the blue people. Um, but it seems like Netflix is taking their time with trying to get this thing right for the Avatar show. It was good because they announced it. The movie was so bad. 
Say what? Said after the live action movie was so bad. Oh, one of the worst movies of all time. Inexcusable. I remember going to the movie theater to go see that junk. Oh, wow. I was like, this is a waste of money. It started from the beginning. They're calling this man Ong. Get out of here. So disappointed. But um, hopefully Netflix lives up to it and uh, gives the fans what they want. Because uh, the blueprint, it, it's already right there. Yeah. It's easy. And Netflix has a pretty, has a pretty good job with, with the original movies. So with that kind of content and things supporting, I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, I hope so. Because um, there are a lot of fans of this show and they're going to nitpick away. <laughs> I mean, I just want, I just want it similar to the show. Don't, don't give me something that's complete trash. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be better than the show, which would be hard to do. Mm-hmm. But get, do you get, know, or do you want it to focus on Aang, or just come up with future stories? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I would like a similar story but expanded because the episodes are only like maybe 22 minutes which isn't long so I I think you can expand on those stories make them like an hour long maybe not do exactly everything that they did in the show but expand on what they did gotcha because I mean it's only 20 episodes per season about 22 minutes for each episode I mean that's really not that long so just expand on that and uh, I think I'll be good you know get into some of um, well they did talk about Zuko a lot but I really did like his character and Aang of course and Sokka and Katara I mean Almost like every character. It's just a really well-rounded show. Yeah. Um, but let's go ahead and give Avatar Way of the Water abuse or rating. All right. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film? Avatar The Way of the Water. I would rate this as high background noise. <laughs> And it's only because I literally see it as a screensaver and nothing else. Like it's so it's beautiful to look at, but I don't care about the story. Um yeah, I mean, looking back on it, the story isn't anything special. But I did enjoy my experience in the IMAX theater when I wasn't too close to the screen. But um I'm gonna give this one a low banger. I I, I think it lives up to the hype. I think it's better than the first one and it expands on that story. This is true. While making the same story. <laughs> it's not original. Um, nothing new here. Um, the soundtrack is fine. It's just pretty to look at. Yeah, that's the best thing that you'll get out of it, which is, I guess, similar to the first. Um but I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the next one, where they, um, where Jake Sully and his crew go. What happens to the general? Is he going to get assimilated into one of these tribes or oh, go back man. to the Sky People? How old is that character or that actor, rather? Uh, I, well, I, I think they've already filmed like a lot back to back. That's okay. You're right. I think I have heard that that lots of these are actually already filmed. Because I mean, he's seventy. Shajuni Reaver is seventy-two. Seventy-three. So they're getting up there. So the story can't focus on them too much longer. But <laughs> unless most of it's already filmed, they're probably fine. Yeah. I mean, he even has a film named Old Man. 
Right, right. <laughs> but um and I thought maybe that this would be a passing to a new generation, but I don't think so because I mean, one of the kids died. Um <laughs> and they haven't aged that much, but I mean they also aged, I mean, some I guess some of them almost 16, 17 years off film. So we could see these kids in the future and then and they're adults in the next movie, I guess. Yeah, just bring in another actor. Yeah, just, and that'll just, be fun. It'll be interesting because these was coming out, I guess, every two years or so, instead of, you know, like 15 or whatever it was, or no, 20? No, it hasn't been 20 years. The first one was 2009. How long ago was that? Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. We're in 2023. Okay. Still a long time. So I wonder if they're going to age or go through time in the same timeline as they did with this one, or will it feel closer together because the movies are coming out closer together? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess they could take it anywhere. I mean, does Jake Sully continue to be alive, be the main character, or one of the main characters? Um, he's probably one of the most uninteresting main characters I've ever seen. He's good at what he does. I don't think he's a bad lead. Um, but I guess not his role. I mean, his I guess the role isn't very charismatic. Um, so it's hard to say he's not interesting when that's just kind of his character. Yeah. He's I just the guy. As, and as well as Zoe Zaldana, I feel like her character is also one note, but that's just the character. Her character is one note, but. It's a more interesting note. Yeah, it's definitely a more interesting note. I mean, she's savage. I mean, she just destroys people with that bow and arrow. It just looks better with that bow and arrow than with that gun because the the accuracy it takes. This is true. I mean, she's she's a savage. But is she also just playing a similar character to Gamora? (laughs) She is. As an actress, she's not really doing anything special here either. Uh, no, I guess not. <laughs> but it looks better. It, yes, looks better to <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but any other thoughts about um, the Avatar film? No, I think it, it's definitely a great movie to watch at least once. Um, I'm sure it'll be on Disney Plus soon, so. Um, if you haven't seen it, you don't watch it there. And it'll probably look just as good. Maybe not IMAX bright or I don't know, but it just still look pretty good. Yeah, it should still look pretty good. Um, I think a lot of people have seen this. It's it's made two point two five billion dollars. And I think I mean, that's... You got to. I mean, in the fan base, I mean, there's literally everyone who's ever seen a movie. Um I can imagine you could watch this in English and not speak English and still feel the same way about it. That's pretty good to look at. Yeah, it is. And um, I think uh, $2.25 billion is barely breaking even. Oh, yeah. So it's an expensive movie to make. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I, from what I saw, they said that they had to be one of the top films, highest grossing films of all time to break even and be profitable. Yeah. And the first one was up until, I think, one of the Avenger movies. Well, I think the first one is now the first film or highest grossing film now because it re-released before this Uh, one. Try to get that extra money in. We just want to remind you of how it looks. <laughs> I mean, people might have forgotten. It was a long time. I mean, you can watch it on Disney Plus. It's the same thing. But it always wasn't. I mean, Disney Plus is also new. It wasn't there before. Yeah. Also, how they count money and views with subscriptions is weird, too. But... Yeah, I don't know how yeah. to do that, but movies or movie theaters are definitely changing. Um, 
the way they release movies is, is going to change and oh. is changing. But um, any other thoughts? No, um, I think Way of the Water um, definitely didn't hurt the Avatar franchise. Um, I'm sure people will want to see, um, they'll want to see more, want to see what's in store for the next Avatar. So hopefully it doesn't disappoint. I agree. Um, but I think that does it for us at a Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.